0: been gone too long man i'm back i, I was like, worried you got bucked off a mule or something and just never came home no i did
1: fall off a horse the other day in arizona like bad wreck or you're still walking it couldn't have been the horrible well, horrible lost my hat lost my boot but of all the places i could i i mean of all the places that we went that was the softest place I could have hit the ground. Perfect. It was pretty soft. Yeah, at my age, it didn't hurt that bad.
0: Usually, uh, if you lose a shoe, that's that's not a good thing. I know. So my we joke boot- about you're in a car wreck and lose your shoes, like it's it's over.
1: <laughs> hey, you know though, that's exactly why you should wear slip-on cowboy boots when you're riding. I mean, yeah. because if I'd have had laced on lace-up boots, it could. I mean. It's very possible I could have got hung up in the stirrup. And yeah. uh, they'd been picking up my pieces all through the Palencio Mountains down there.
0: That would but be my biggest my fear. Off. Not yeah. even like I mean, falling it, off. I'm I'm pretty good at falling off of horses. It's like getting well, beat up against everything. You know, it was my fault, really. I mean, I, I
1: I took my own saddle and I was riding one of their horses. And the horse didn't have much withers. But I didn't take a britchin. I ride all my mules with a britchin. and uh, I didn't take a britchin because I was riding one of their horses. And usually, horses, you know, the way they're made, you don't have to worry about the saddle, fly, you know, sliding too far forward. And, Is that the uh, back strap? Like goes
0: behind their their hind legs? Goes behind their tail, tail,
1: right on the back of their hind end, and it keeps a, it. It attaches to the to your cinch and to the back of your saddle and keeps your saddle from from going forward. And, uh, oh. and now I tightened up my saddle and I tightened up my back cinch. And that back cinch keeps that saddle from tipping up, you know, when you're going down steep grades. But I kept feeling it sliding, and I kept feeling it working its way forward. So finally, I just kind of got off and started leading going down hills. And uh, there was just one little place there. It was real steep, but it wasn't very long, you know. And I just was going to slide that mare down that, down, down that hill and that saddle slid forward and it got past the big part of her belly and the back part of that saddle tipped up and Benny said I did a half gainer and a flip before I hit the ground and my boot was laying about 10 feet from me and my hat was laying about 20 feet from me and the horse was way down the mountain looking at me like where'd you go and oh uh, man everybody was yelling are you okay and I said I think so and what was really amazing—I told this story on the on our on our live—but was what was really amazing about it was—I mean, I hurt when I got up, mm-hmm. and I walked down to the horse. I was hurting, you know, really bad, my hip, my back. And when I rode, I, I mean, just every little jar—I couldn't hardly—I couldn't hardly, I couldn't hardly uh, breathe. I mean, it hurt. And I told Benny, I said, "I don't think I'm going to be able to go out with you guys tomorrow. I'm going to be so sore. I can't hardly move." And uh, right. I sat at the fire that night and had a shot of whiskey and, and, and took a couple of ibuprofen. And the next morning, I felt better than I did than the first day I got there. My back had been hurting me a little bit the first day I got there. And the next morning, I felt like a million dollars.
0: No kidding. Hasn't Maybe you knocked something since, back nothing. into place. I think I
1: did. I think I did that's, something.
0: That's no joke. The last wreck yeah. I had... Um, so my mother-in-law had a horse and we we were out there just kind of letting the kids poke around on the pony. And I got on to ride her mare and they took the pony away and they are like buddies. And she started getting kind of, you know, like, I don't know if you call it a crow hop, like just little though. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell she's about ready to get a little wild. And, uh, she gave me one good crow hop and I tried to just tuck her in, you know, pulled on the reins. Pull <laughs> her up. Got her, I mean, she did it probably two, two, three more times maybe. Got her stopped, and that rain broke on one side, and it jerked that head's horse to the left, and over her right shoulder, here I came. like I don't know how it looked from the outside, but the position I land in, I thought that must have been pretty funny to watch because I would have had to just go straight up and over, and <laughs> I landed so flat on my back. We were in an arena, but... All it was was that decomposed granite. Do you guys have that down there? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like concrete. Once it's packed in, it is not soft at all. And I landed so flat on my back. I don't know what happened, but I I was literally mentally paralyzed. I know for sure. Like, I couldn't move. And everybody's like, are you okay? Are you okay? I "I don't know. Like, if this is new pain or if this is my old back injury, like, I just really (laughs) screwed up but you know what that one only took about four or five days to get over and i felt a lot better afterwards yeah like man i i, I was amazed i felt right out better the next morning yeah that's crazy so, so you just drove over and went on their horses
1: yeah i the first time i went down uh i guess to tell everybody I, I went down and hunted with uh john clump and we went down there, and we were supposed to do an interview the first time we went down down there, or first time I went down there. And I did a little video. I, I made a little video. I got it on my channel, of us just kind of making circles and kind of the story of the clumps and everything. And uh, uh but we never we, we got busy doing what we were doing. I got to go see uh, Warner Glenn, and and I interviewed Warner Glenn during that same trip. And uh, we got busy, and I never did sit down and talk to John and, and interview him. I, I videoed some of his story, but not all of it. And so this last couple, about a couple of weeks ago, I went back, and uh, this was the second trip. And we did about the same thing, but we took the time. We built a big fire and, and uh, sat out by the fire, and, and uh, I interviewed him and got his story. That's cool. You know, he caught a Jaguar in 1986. And, uh, I got him to tell the whole story about that, which is real interesting and caught a Jaguar in the U S like he wasn't in trapped. Arizona in Arizona. No, he, he, he treat, caught and treated in the, the, uh, what do they call it? The those those, those, those Cavesas, those, the mountains down there in Arizona, right by Wilcox, I think. And, uh, I'd always heard about him and heard about the Jaguar and, uh, it's a long story, you know. It it's good. It's pretty deep, you know. Yeah, it it's pretty deep. We didn't, you know. He got in some trouble and stuff, and there was a lot of things that that just weren't right about everything, you know, with what the feds did and everything. So, but leave yeah, that. You got everything in that one, probably. <laughs> well, we didn't There's get suspense, into all the other drama. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun to listen to John Clump. I don't know if anybody's ever listened to him before, but. He's a he's a hoot, man. He's a character. He's fun to listen to.
0: Well, I guess we should break the news, though. Like, you went down there and recorded this for a mm-hmm. reason. And that is, Brett is finally coming back to the W Podcast platform, I guess. I don't know what everybody even calls it now. But, you know, you, you took a little hiatus there. But we've mm-hmm. been talking, and, and you got some good stuff coming, and we got some other plans. So everybody that enjoyed, I mean, a Brett in general, but like the, <laughs> the interviews that he's brought us, if you want to go back and check those out, there's all the warriors of Elgato series on the W feed. Um, the Dale, Dale Lee tapes, you know, uh, I liked your, your interview with Jim Farmer. You know, you did a couple with Jim, but there's a lot of them that are, that Brett's already done for a podcast, but these, coming up i mean i know you told me like you were doing warner glenn and then you said and johnny clump and i'm like well who's this johnny clump guy and we got to talking and it's like you know obviously you respect him very much and he's a yeah pretty good houndsman (laughs) so he's a super good houndsman
1: i mean it it was amazing just being around him it it really was and uh, he's a really neat guy i enjoy talking to him yeah, and of course I got to go down, talk to Warner Glenn. We sat down and we talked, and you know a lot of the stuff that we talked about has probably been covered in other podcasts. You know, Clay did that really good uh, deal with him and the Bear Grease deal, but mm-hmm. we I went out and and uh, I videoed his hounds and everything, and talked to him about his hounds, and which is which was pretty interesting. And you then, said uh, Aunt Kelly was there, right? Yes, Kelly. But really, it was me and and Mr. Glenn Kelly and. Uh, and Benny sat in with us for a while. So Benny Griffin, and uh, he's a guy that's on, on our little live, our live shows every Monday night. So Yeah, the Lorax.
0: Lorax? He he's him? The, <laughs>
1: the stomper. he's the stomper. I used to call him Tulip. That used to be his nickname because he came up when I lived up in the mountains. He came up and hunted with me, and he's an old desert rat. I spent a lot of years hunting lions in the desert. And I uh, took him up there to those mountains. Of course, it's about seven thousand foot elevation. It gets pretty cold up there. And uh, I used to tease him. He said, "I ain't, I'm never coming up here again." He said it's too cold. So I started calling him Tulip. I said, "You're just like a flower. You just you you
0: uh, can't stand the cold the cold weather." Oh man! And he he's on with you, pretty regular on the lives, isn't he? I yeah, I he's a regular. Two or three, on he was on. He's yeah he's he's going to
1: be a regular on our Monday night lives he's uh He provides a little stability
0: for us. he's kind of honoring <laughs> and that's that's all on YouTube. Like I want you to make sure to tell people where they can find that because Brett has been doing these Monday night lives, which is it's different i I mean yeah. that nicely it's um it's a roundtable conversation, a lot like our podcast. But it's it's long form, you know? I think the last one I just listened to was, what, almost two hours. Um, but I just found myself kind of glued to it. Like, I'm in between phone calls all day, so I might get to listen for a couple minutes here, a couple minutes there. Um, but, like, when the phone shut down, I just found myself, you know, listening through what I could. And it's so captivating because, it, like I was explaining to you earlier, it's like you're sitting around the campfire, You can still walk to the cooler and come back, and and it's no big deal. Like it's (laughs) real, just campfire conversation, and you know you don't really. I know you got a little bit of an agenda as far as like what you kind of want to talk about, but like you're not limited to doing one topic or one this. It's wherever that conversation goes, and it can get. It can get a little rabbit hole-y, you know. Oh, bad. We 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 try to start off with a topic.
1: I mean, we will say, well, well, let's talk right. about mules tonight or whatever, and, and then we go off and talk about other things. And you know, uh, we've had you know dry ground lion hunting versus snow lion hunting and different things. Like, of course, most of us, you know, we're we're we're, we're lion hunters. You know, it's what we try to do anyway. And Benny, you know, was he he lion hunted for years and years and
0: but we have like right. we
1: got cody king that comes on he's running walker man from down in south texas that catches lots and lots of bobcats and george lambert from virginia and he's been a regular he's come on several times and we yeah. kind of pick his brain about running bears in, in uh in virginia and then we had a bear on uh mm-hmm. he came and talked he to us he said he was coming that's on yeah. And it, we kind of went down a rabbit hole with, with him because I, uh, you know, I was interested in Norway and what it was like to live in Norway and, right. and, uh, the rules and regulations and some of the politics and, and the cost of living there. Of course, it's a trip. It, it, yeah. It's different. So I really enjoyed talking to him about that. And that's what I said. You know, I, I, I want to talk about whatever interests me. I, I you know, if we go down a rabbit hole that it might not always be about hounds. It might be about aliens or something like that too. I don't know. Just, (laughs) just talking to people. I, I, you know, I get, I get curious about certain things and I ask
0: questions. Well, and that's, I think that's what I like best about it is it's real. Um, it's an intense conversation. Like there's definitely thought going into it. Like you guys are bouncing things off of each other, just like we all do with our hunting buddies. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, um, it's easy to keep listening because you can tell you guys enjoy talking about it. That's why, like, yeah. people ask me, well, what do you want to talk about on the podcast? Well, I I mean, I might have one or two things, but, like, is there anything you want to talk about or, like, a topic that you really like? Because I would much rather put what I want to talk about aside and, mm. and talk about... You know that because it's going to be a, a more genuine conversation. Like you're going to be yeah. excited about it, and you guys clearly have a good time. There ain't no doubt. Man. Oh,
1: we, we, you know, of course, I, I, I kind of enjoy poking fun at people anyway, and uh, <laughs> we have a good time with it. You know, and I want it to be, you know, relaxed, and and we got Chris uh, uh, Watson from, and he's got his own youtube channel anecdote of a houndsman and he goes live on his on his channel on wednesday nights and uh, i haven't been a part of it yet but he usually he, he keeps his pretty structured he has a guest and usually and they they talk about something you know he and, knows what he's doing yeah he does a little better <laughs> job than i do <laughs> but i like the the kind of the free-for-all i guess i enjoy that and then we're going to try to uh repurpose that content with with w and, and see if it'll work as a podcast. I, I don't know. The audio is what we're kind of talking about. We kind of, the problem with you, we get, you know, three or four people in in there and they step on each other a little bit and
0: everything, but I, we'll see how it works. I know I I was glued to it. I It held my interest, you know, for two oh. hours. Um, but, I mean, it, I guess the structure is going to be is you're going to have your main interviews, you know, and those are going to be not as frequent. They're not going to be an every week thing. Cause Brett's got to jump no. on a mule and <laughs> ride to Mexico. Or or ride something the for <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah. that's just kind of like the, the showcase pieces. And then we're going to, we're going to try these lives and, and see if they work. You know, I'd be interested to hear what y'all think about it. And you know, that way we can keep something coming to you guys. That's a little different than anything else out there too. You know, I will yeah. say your, your live conversations aren't like any other podcast out there, but it's, it's very interesting. No. <laughs> no, so not like anything else. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll warn people, there might be a little bit of difference in, in sound levels and things like that, just cause there's limitations in the way Brett's doing this. And you know, his, his main focus is that live on the, which channel is that on interview stories and tales? That's on my
1: YouTube channel, interview stories and tales. And, uh, I have my other channel born 100 years too late. And, uh, it, it just has a little different kind of content. And then the interview stories and tales is going to be dedicated more to the, to the hounds interviews. And then the, and the, our lives, I mean, we're, we're, we're re we're putting up all the daily tapes again. I know W hunting supply has it on their podcast, but we're, we're putting them up on YouTube and putting up a little slideshow that goes along with the, with the audio. And, uh, then of course i had the the warriors of Elgato. i think i got most of them up there and then my interviews we're going to share them with w hunting supply first and then uh put the the video up later on 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 my channel and uh hopefully i mean the plan is to be able to do one of those a month is i think i can get that done and i've got quite a few people that i want to go talk to besides the ones i've already got i got joel garnett the that I recorded, I don't think I shared that with you guys yet. And then of course Warner Glenn, so. Johnny Clump, Tony Rivera. I got to get. I'm trying to raise some money to go down to Mexico and talk to him. That guy's he's he uh, he wrote a book. He's got a book that's just not been published yet. And uh, he's caught lots of jaguars. And uh, I want to go down there and sit down and talk to him and interview him. He he speaks the King's English pretty good. So, uh, <laughs> he'd be a good interview.
0: Heck yeah. No, it's, I think like the combination, I I'm excited to see what people think about it because like, think about the live that you're doing on Mondays and any of the listeners, like if you want to jump on there and ask questions, you can ask questions during their conversation. So it's like, you're, you're sitting in the room. And I know it takes you a little bit to get to them sometimes, but you guys seem to circle back to them fairly often, you know, and then it's going to be on. So you got YouTube live going. It's going to be on the W podcast feed. So you can take it with you wherever you go. Yeah. And uh, then you're going to have all your interviews. So there's a lot yeah. happening. Like, I don't want to sound like a cheesy car salesman, but the intertwining of listeners, viewers, you yourself as a, I don't want to say influencer cause I feel that comes with some weird things, but you know, yeah. like what you do in the born a hundred years too late. It's yeah, uh I, it's going to be interesting for people. I think.
1: I think so. And, and, and we're going to work on our, we're going to work on our audio level. So up until it's kind of strange how it started out. It started out with me and Chris just going, uh, I bought this, I, I bought this program to go live and, uh, Chris has a YouTube channel. I had a YouTube channel and he was asking me some questions and I said, Hey, let's try out this new program. I got this live and, uh, we got on and we were talking. And then next thing you know, uh, George Lambert was getting on with us. And then we had, a uh, John, he's a, he's a preacher from down in Virginia too. I think he's in Virginia and he'd get on with us. We were all just, and I said, shoot, I said, let's just turn the live on and go live on YouTube while we're talking and see what happens. And one thing right. led to another, and then we, we started having a good time. Then we started having a following. We started having people that, that were looking forward to the Monday Night Lives. And right. uh, they started coming on, and, and then we'll bring people on. As a matter of fact, if anybody out there knows somebody or if you want to come on, we'll, we'll try to get it organized. Get our audio well, First place, we've got to get our audio levels good, and I'll work on that. And then uh, Chris kind of uh, watches over the chat, and so if somebody mm-hmm. has a question— Then we try to read the question and answer it. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Kind of crazy. I
0: I think it's going to do good. I I know, like, the levels and stuff we might be able to tweak a little. But I'll tell you, the Cody King one that you sent, just a heads up to the listeners, that's probably going to be the first one you're going to hear. And and that is from, what, about a month ago, I think, is when you guys recorded that one. Yeah. So, but it was so captivating to me. And like I said, I want to meet Cody anyway. Like I like listening to him talk about dogs. I like the style of dogs. Like I relate to a lot of what he's saying and you can tell he's just super insightful. Um, So the levels might be a little off, but honestly it wasn't enough to trip me out. You know, like I was able to follow along. It's just, uh, if you guys hear that one, just know we're, we're trying to make it even better if possible, but it was yeah. such good content. I didn't, I really did not want to not air it because there's a lot of, especially sending conditions and talking about traveling with dogs to different areas and acclimation. And like you guys hit on a lot of good topics in it. So I didn't think it was worth scrapping over that.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. He was good to talk to. I, uh, Cody and I have, uh, some real in-depth conversations all the time. I mean, we'll we'll call each other and get to talking about something because I, you know, I was kind of been using these dry ground, you know, lion hounds for a long time. And of course, he has the running walkers, and then the controversy of you know whether the running walkers have a nose to trail lion out here in the dirt, and right. it's a different style of hunting and everything. So. He's taking one of my dogs down there and then I've got a couple of his dogs up here, so we're we're experimenting with all that. That's cool. That's
0: so. how you find out. Yep. <laughs> right. <there. laughs> Give it a try. That's an age Give old I'm telling you. That is like it's like the running dogs on bobcats. It's the same deal. Mm-hmm. You know, but yep. get over like what you have in your head and to listen to the conversation and you guys talking about it it's really good information it at least make you think twice because i would say there was a lot i agreed with some of it i'm like eh, not so much but it, it was enough to make me think about it so i hope well, yeah, people you enjoy got, them we try to stay you know open-minded i mean about
1: things i mean that's the same thing with the the dry ground versus snow hunting i mean we 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 you know you got benny that he's a little ornery about stuff but sometimes we sometimes i reach over and mute him so he doesn't say anything that embarrasses us there you go (laughs) brett runs (laughs) the button (laughs) no i have
0: never had to do that but yeah i mean it's it's all in good fun really well i'm just i'm glad you're back man i know you had a lot going on in life and now you're you're retired right (laughs) yeah you know full-time you know that
1: somebody y'all making fun of me that video of me saying you know all the time uh (laughs) <laughs> remember you know but yeah, it was it's been yeah, a hard you know it's you know it's been a hard year on me i i i sold my business and then man i i had some health problems and uh i got through all those
0: so they gave me a now clean bill of health so now I'm, I'm back doing something well i'm really glad so i will uh encourage people check out the new channel that you've started That's the interview stories Mm -hmm. and tales. Most of them probably know about the born a hundred years too late channel already, but stay tuned for future W podcast. We haven't ironed out what day, so I'm not going to say what day we're doing it yet. Um, but be looking for regular appearances by the long lost Brett Vaughn here in the next couple of weeks. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We'll, uh, try to keep it going try to keep it entertaining at least i mean that's that's an informative i yeah, i you know i try to get people on that are informative i'll try to be entertaining there you go
0: <laughs> <laughs> well so. i appreciate you coming on man that way we can let people know what's coming up i'd say check it out in the next week or two um we're gonna try to get the editing wrapped up and get it get it on here and I appreciate Perfect. you coming back, dude. It's been too long. Like, you, we all kind of live vicariously through uh, some of these podcasts, I think. Because, like, yeah. you're part of the world and those kind of people. It's just it's different than here. And it's going to mm-hmm. be nice to start hearing them again. Yeah, every little area or region, I mean, they're
1: different and they all have their, their – there are different ways of doing things and it's 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 all interesting to me like you know i talked to josh mckay McKay, i always butcher
0: his last name Michaelis. i'm not helping you out you guys got to learn this i say it right (laughs) (laughs) no you how do you say it mckay
1: Michaelis. i got to talking to him about the 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 coon hunting competitions i never dreamed there was that much money in those things that's crazy
0: oh stupid money dude (laughs) oh trucks and hundred thousand dollar checks and that's crazy well did you hear the episode Danny and I did with Steve in full cry when we went out for the grand American hunt oh yeah I did I did it's like 30,000 people it's insane t-bone dinners like or ribeye dinners with the chamber of commerce and big old happy Gilmore checks like it was it was a little mind-blowing this, you know, this
1: lion hunting world, it's kind of a small world. And then if you do it dry ground, and then if you do it on a mule, it's a
0: real small world. It's real world. small. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. No, it's always crazy to talk to those guys out there. <coughs> but what's funny is you talk to a lot of them and they just want to come out and go lion hunting. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of the East Coasters, that's what they want to do. They want to come out and go mountain lion hunting. Cause I know when you when you weren't on regularly, I will tell you, my phone was ringing. They're like, "What happened to Brett? Where's he at?" You know, I I always enjoyed listening to it. So we're gonna make some people's days here real quick. Well, hopefully they'll hopefully I'll do something that's worthwhile. So I'll try. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. Just
1: this thanks is a for p- having a me. PSA. I, I'm, I'm
0: glad. Is that what they call it? A public service public announcement. Public service announcement. Yeah. So. Sounds good to me. No, it'll so, be good. So we'll definitely get this thing up. I think, like I said, within the next week or two, you guys should start seeing some content from Brett. And uh, we mentioned the channels, but why don't you mention them again?
1: Uh, the interview stories and tales on YouTube, and the tales is spelled, spelled T-A-I-L-S. And uh, and Monday nights, we have those lives. and And like I said, they'll be rebroadcasted if they're good enough for for the podcast for the w hunt and supply podcast because we get a little out there sometimes so some, jason or buddy might say might reject some <laughs> really of them did. i don't know <laughs> 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 I say we can't put that up here i doubt it <laughs> <laughs> we, then, we pretty uh, much say what we want to <laughs> <laughs> and then i got the born 100 years too late and that's kind of my little travels and my destinations and you know packing in on mules and stuff the things that i like to do and and uh a lot of times they're you know they're title to me going somewhere and everything but i always got hounds with me and i'm always looking for a lion track so hopefully you know from time to time i hit one and i can trail it a little bit at least well
0: welcome back man we're glad to have you thanks for having me that's great